Welcome to Enduring Words with David Guzik, a daily devotional podcast brought to you by Enduring Word. Today, let's talk about Jesus and Jesus as a servant. I want to read you from Acts chapter 3, starting at verse 13, where we read just this. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. This verse is taken from Peter's preaching to an excited crowd at the Temple Mount. Peter began by connecting two thoughts— First, he spoke here of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, in this, Peter clearly spoke to them about the God of Israel, described in the Hebrew Scriptures. Then, Peter connected a second idea. This same God had a wonderful Messiah whom Peter called, and did you see the phrase there in Acts 3.13? His servant, Jesus. Now, I have to say, we admire the focus that Peter had on Jesus. The greatness of Peter's sermon here in Acts chapter 3 is that it was all about Jesus. It wasn't on Peter, nor was it on anything that Peter did, even though an impressive miracle was just performed. No, it was all about Jesus. But we also admire that Peter called Jesus by a glorious title, the servant of the Lord. The first thing that Peter said about Jesus in his sermon drew attention to the idea that Jesus was the perfect servant of the Lord, the one spoken of in familiar passages such as Isaiah chapter 42 and Isaiah chapter 52 and 53. But we also admire this wonderful title of Jesus, his servant, Jesus Being truly God and truly man is a person of infinite wonder and glory. John 21, 25 tells us that if someone set out to write all the works of goodness and power of Jesus, the world couldn't contain those books. Now, with so much good to say about Jesus, if you had to start your description with one word, what would it be? Here in Acts chapter 3, Peter chose the word servant, his servant, Jesus. Jesus served. He served in his life and he served in his death. Jesus said in Mark chapter 10, verse 45, even as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Peter did, in his sermon, boldly set the guilt of Jesus' death where it belonged. In Acts chapter 3, verse 13, he describes how Pilate, the Roman governor, was determined to let Jesus go. But the Jewish mob insisted on Jesus' crucifixion. You can read about that in John chapter 18 and chapter 19. Now, let's be careful here. This does not mean that the Jewish people of that day alone were responsible for the death of Jesus. The Romans, that is the Gentiles, were also responsible. The Romans would not have crucified Jesus without pressure from the Jewish leaders. That seems clear from the scriptures. But the Jews could not have crucified Jesus without Roman partnership. God made certain that both Jew and Gentile shared in the guilt of Jesus' death. Truly, 
It was not political intrigue or circumstances that put Jesus on the cross. It was our sin. Look, if you want to know who really put Jesus on the cross, look at me or look at yourself in the mirror. It was our sin that sent him to the cross. But notice the contrast. In God's estimation, Jesus is the exalted servant promised centuries before in the Hebrew scriptures. In man's estimation, Jesus was only worthy to be delivered up and denied, tortured and crucified. But that's not how God saw it. So how do you esteem Jesus? Today, see him as God's glorious servant, the one who serves humanity by laying down his life and who receives the service of his people today. So that's what you need to do. Receive the service of God's servant, Jesus Christ, today. Let him serve you. Thanks for listening to Enduring Words with David Guzik. For more information about David's ministry, visit EnduringWord.com.